0: Always great to check in with Sophia Minert for the State of the Brewers. Good morning, Sophia. How are you doing today?
1: Good morning. It's been great. Uh, getting ready for the day. How are you guys?
0: We're good. We've been talking about Buki Metz. Buki oh. Metz.
1: <laughs> and how he won't
0: stay at the Pfister. Uh, apparently he's staying at an Airbnb, although the tweet that it informed of us, us of that was since deleted. Um, you are around ballplayers, and obviously you talk about Milwaukee all the time. Is this like something that people talk to you about, the idea that the Fister is haunted and that players from opposing teams don't want to stay there, either sometimes refuse to stay there? Like, just how prevalent is this narrative in the Major League Baseball circles?
1: It's fairly common. I feel like a lot of questions that come up uh, regarding Milwaukee and playing here are, Uh, do you still have the slide how does one go down bernie's slide and is the fister really haunted like i feel like those are pretty common narratives um and there i mean there were even some brewers players that like like carlos gomez was one that he would never stay at the fister if he was coming in and out for team events um he's thought it was haunted you know you hear stories about people that say it was haunted and then there's others that don't believe in it at all so I think some you know um and then okay so I saw a follow-up tweet to that I think it was AJ Krasinski who said that he requested the room that was supposedly haunted I didn't know that was a thing that there was a specific room uh to see if he could have any sort of interactions any spooky interactions so I think you can go either way with it uh but it does it does come up pretty regularly.
2: Do the Brewers when they're on the, on the road do they have to stay in the hotel or can can they stay wherever?
0: Yeah cuz we were talking about how Mookie is is you know kind of you know, stepping out here by staying at an Airbnb. Then we talking about Jimmy Butler, who was here for the series against the Bucks, and we know he was staying at a house in Mequon. Aaron Rodgers famously wanted to stay at home when some of the, you know, when it was more common that they stayed at a hotel before even home games. So I think Chu was saying, like, are there Brewers players who can kind of dictate their own lodgings?
1: I think what you see most often is, like, if we go to a city where that's where a player lives, in the off season, they'll typically stay at home. Um, you know, Arizona is a great example of that. LA sometimes kind of just wherever we go, um, Brent Suter, when we would go to Cincinnati, sometimes he would go stay at home. That's pretty common. Um, beyond that, I'm sure you could make other arrangements if you wanted to, but I think a lot of guys just stay at the team hotel for convenience for the bus times and all of that. Um, so yes, there, there are definitely exceptions to that, but I think, the majority just stay in the team hotel all the time.
2: Do you believe in ghosts? Have you ever had any sort of
1: supernatural? I never have. Crossed the path no. of a ghost? No, I never have. I mean, I don't, I don't like question people if they feel like they have, um, but I've, I've never had any kind of interaction. And I've even stayed at the Pfister a couple times and I've, I've never had that interaction.
0: So we are working on a Jen, Gabe and Chewy field trip where we would spend the night at the Fister, and then do the show <laughs> from the Fister the next morning and report our findings, essentially. Right. So and we would request to stay in the older side, which apparently has the history of the ghost sightings. Would you want to would you want to do that with us? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, would you there, say yes I thought there might be a little hesitation, <laughs> you know, weighing the pros and cons there, but she leapt right into the deep end. So that's good. We'll have to get Sophia a room as well. And she can come on Jen, Gabe and Chewy that morning. Um, should we be concerned about Eric Lauer? Uh, I know that he had a lot of success against the Dodgers and then last night, not so much. Any concern about him going forward?
1: You know, we've asked him that. We've asked about his fastball velocity. We've asked about any physical issues. He had like a broken nail issue that he's been trying to fix um, going back over the last two starts. He insists that nothing is physically wrong with him, um, and he feels pretty okay about the mechanics and stuff right now. And when we spoke to him last night, he was was pretty honest, and, and he typically is about just, it's a confidence thing for him right now. Like he admitted that he's just not pitching with maybe the confidence or the conviction that he needs to pitch with. And he said that's, that's on him to fix that. And so that's something that he was really honest about last night um, of just, this has not gone the way that he wanted to. It's been like flashes of what he was last year. He'll have two good starts and then it feels like it's a setback. And like you said, he's had great success against the Dodgers. Um, he saw them a lot when he was with the Padres in the NL West. And, and for whatever reason, last night, that first inning, it just kind of blew up on him right away. Um, and he was able to settle in after that. But he, he said he's got some kind of mental work to do before the next start to maybe just restore that confidence a bit or, or go through a mental reset and, and just figure it out. And, and he said it's on him to do that. So I gave him a lot of credit for being honest about that. I think that can be a hard thing to admit publicly. Um, And so, yeah, I think that's that's where he's at, but he insists that physically he feels fine and and he doesn't feel like there are any issues.
2: So, Sophia, I was watching the game last night, and I watch it on MLB Ticket where in between innings it goes to a blank screen, so I'm a flip-flopper. So I wound up flipping back, and I missed a whole inning. And what felt like three minutes or five minutes,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: I'm like this I can't believe the speed of this game, and I immediately went to when the playoffs come, the games really slow down even more. Are they gonna adjust the clocks or are the teams just gonna are they just gonna have to adjust?
1: I think they're just gonna have to adjust because I think I mean major league baseball obviously can can do whatever it wants, but I can't imagine that the league would implement these rules, have the rules in place for the regular season, and then change it for the postseason. I just, I don't foresee them doing that. Um, I just think that would be really unfair and, and probably not true to the game of, like, you've played the regular season this way and I changed the rules for the postseason. Um, but, yeah, we, we've talked about that with, with Craig, and I think you see that as you get deeper into the game and then you're starting to make pitching changes, if your lineup goes through, like, a one, two, three inning in 10 pitches or less, it, that can be the inning that you didn't see last night, right? Like, you can change the channel, go get a snack, go to the bathroom, do whatever, take a phone call. You might miss an, a whole inning, like you said. Um, it, it does. It speeds up a lot if you get a quick inning like that. Um, and so in-game, I think, for Craig, it, it, you, you're really thinking ahead because – if you have an inning like that, for your reliever to have enough time to warm up, et cetera, to come into the game. So, yeah, we've seen that a couple times. Um, those those 10 pitches or less innings can can go by, honestly, in, in minutes. <laughs> so, yeah, we've, we've definitely seen that.
2: Sophia, Luke Voigt's been one of those bats that has been struggling, and I feel typically if you're going to be a bench bat for the Brewers and Craig Council, you have to have versatility. So it was, at least for me, a surprise that he made the roster – because he doesn't have that versatility. He's a first baseman or he's a DH. Rowdy's hitting left-handed pitching just fine, so he gets all the starts, whether it's a lefty or a righty. What is, is kind of the leash on Luke Voigt as he continues to struggle? Because he doesn't get those consistent at-bats.
1: Yeah, he. Uh, it's, it's been an odd season for the Brewers, and I think Luke's a great example of that. Like Specifically against left-handed pitching, um, those are the matchups that Luke needs to hit, and and it hasn't gone that way for him. Um, he did have a really good spring, which I think is part of why he made the team, um, and, you know, he has the threat of power. He's been a 20-plus homer guy in the past. I think you were hoping that if you put a hitter like that in favorable matchups at home, you would get those kinds of results, and, and as you pointed out, it just hasn't happened for him yet, um, and so that's, that's where they're kind of stuck. It's like when you have a player with reverse splits like that and and not taking advantage of those matchups, it makes it really hard for them to get going. Um, it, it makes it hard for them to have consistent at bats. Rowdy's been great uh, against lefties and righties, so he's doing his job. Um, it just it, yeah, it feels like it's a, he's a little stuck right now. Um, so I don't I don't know what that means for his future, but but for now, um, I'm I'm guessing you know what you could see is. If uh, if he doesn't use both catchers in there with, like, William Contreras as the DH, then you could use Rowdy as the DH and get Luke over at first base. We've seen that combination quite a bit. So we'll see what they've got for today because they've got the lefty Clayton Kershaw for the Dodgers today.
0: Sophia, we love hanging out with you. Thanks for uh, chatting with Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. We'll catch up with you again next week.
1: All right, guys. Have a great day.
0: Sophia's in on the uh, Jen, Gabe, and Chewy
1: field yeah. trip to the Fister. Yeah, That's excellent. It didn't I take share share much at all. It'd be like a sleepover. sounded so like
0: <laughs>
2: uh, she didn't really believe in ghosts, which uh, is a good thing if she's going to stay over. The ghost is going to torment her. <laughs> I better pretend I don't believe in ghosts. I really want to see. I the know ghost. you really want to see. So you are thinking it.
0: that you're going to like reverse psychology the ghost. Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, two. What if what if you just hear the ghost? I don't even actually see it, but you just like feel it. You know. Oh. Uh, Does that count? That would count for me. Is it going to touch me? Well, it depends. In the if you, yeah, if you ask, if you ask nicely. And again, <laughs> you present yourself. You gotta pay extra. <laughs> yeah. So you're a good time. Gotta ask. Can't afford it, big boy. We love you long time.